<laughs> oh, phone's ringing. Somebody should answer that. Mm -hmm. Who works here? I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, did you watch a flow show? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yep. Uh, so apparently, me and Trevor, like, he, he you guys knows, are homies. He knows my situation. <laughs> he yeah. knows my. He w totally wasn't just copying what Giles said about me. He <laughs> definitely kn knows about my situation, my injury. Yeah. Um, clearly knows that I was all over that video, even though I only appeared like four times. Yeah. And uh, that was the thing. That was the news. Yeah. It was the news. But you can't stop. Yeah. Can't I stop. I thought it was interesting that uh, he said good luck Giles at the end of at the end of the show that oh did he, he was, yeah at the end of his show he said good luck Giles with I didn't news. watch <laughs> you didn't watch all the way you couldn't, the end. you couldn't last no I, I honestly it was it's a honestly it's a little it's hard to watch it's it's a hard show to watch I feel kind of bad now though because he, I do he, too he, he wished me well and everything I can't, yeah yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know him. I, I don't know him either. Does he train? I don't, I don't know. If, I, he he apparently trains. Um, okay. Yeah. And he talks like he does. So I've I watched. I think I've watched only like three of the new flow shows. Mm -hmm. um, one of them being the most recent. And um, yeah, I mean, like he's clearly like trying. Just, I guess the the thing that I the problem I have, and I think this is sort of the problem with most parkour media is you have to care about who the host is or you have to care about yeah like like i mean the reason why it was so so much more popular in the past is because it was tim hosting it or if it wasn't tim it was giles or if it wasn't giles it was kai right and those are all people that are in the community that you know who they are and mm -hmm. they they have a role in the community um they're maybe athletes or whatever and um Nobody really knows who Trev is, so I think that's sort of the thing that's holding the flow show back from being what it could be. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe that's just you know he needs to like step his game up. Maybe he needs to put out a video or something like that. Yeah, or have a. I don't know if he has like <clears throat> Instagram or social media or anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he might not be like the best athlete, but I guess like nobody knows who he is and so like i think there should be some kind of like presence there um mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem to have that like the, the way that giles does at least right yeah yep um but either way i wonder if they if they know each other though because he was you know, good luck giles because because yeah. that would be like another level of weird to me <laughs> if they didn't know it's because he because he's you know Bringing up my injury and, and wishing me well in that episode, yeah. and then bringing up Chance. It would just be funny if he didn't know anyone. Yeah. It, it, to me, the, the flow show seemed eerily similar to the, the Giles episode mm -hmm. from the same weeks. It was like yeah. they were featuring basically the same videos. And well, I think they sleep on it a lot, and it's like, oh, there's this other show now, we gotta so put an episode. Yeah. I mean, it's good if there's two. Yeah, I agree. Too. Yeah, they'll probably each try to get, they'll compete with each other. Well, I think that's actually what's what's good about how uh, the fact that Giles is doing it is that um, it sort of, it gives the flow show like more reason to improve. Yeah. Um, because there is a competitor on the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, I think competition's good. Competition <laughs> is good. Um, someone asked about competition. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, we actually have to, I have to be more clear next time because uh, I thought I was pretty clear with, yeah. with questions, but um, we're trying to talk and have a conversation here that's not planned or not, not rehearsed. And we talk about competition all the time. 
-hmm. We talk about competition all the time, and so I know well, your opinion. I know we've had these conversations yeah. before. Yeah, I know your opinion on com yeah. on competitions, and it's this isn't supposed to be like a me interviewing you thing, mm -hmm. but um, <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, I don't really know how to how to answer how to field that that question other than. Um, we both like competition. Yeah, we both think competition is good. Yeah. It's healthy for the sport. It's healthy for the industry. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, uh, I think it keeps people in the sport for longer because they have some, some goals to, to strive for. Um, particularly if there's more like open competitions, which there really isn't enough of. Um, which is one of the reasons, again, why I like the Storm Tour and how they actually did those time trials courses. Uh, at all the events. They just released two more videos, I guess one at the uh, Monkey Ball in Toronto and yeah. uh, one at Boulder, Apex, Apex Boulder, um, which is, you know, it's cool. Um, to be totally honest, I've, I'm actually not digging the videos that much. Um, like, I, oh, oh, oh. Um, and, and it's... Do you go on, why, why, why are you not digging the, did you dig the OTE videos though? were kind of similar format the thing i liked about the otv videos they all they went outside but i can mm. understand i understand why they're why the storm is doing the way they're doing because saving. they're saving it all for their um for their uh documentary i guess or is it a documentary or is it did just you, a feature film did you watch the apex one though uh yes yeah i i really liked uh like they showed they showcased jake a little bit yeah. Although if you don't know Jake, then you're yeah. watching it and you're like, who's this guy? Yeah. Um, it was interesting because there was like a stride they were trying. Yeah. I and mean, he got it first, but then Phil did it With single, single leg. leg? Yeah. yeah. No. But, I, but Phil wasn't getting the two step, which, or no, at least no, in no, the no. one his, they showed. His first attempt was still a single step, but he didn't. Mm, he okay. just undershot. I see. Okay. Because I, I, the way it looked was that he didn't get the, the two step. And I was like, wow, really? Like, that, no, see, see <laughs> like that, that part was really cool to me. Mm -hmm. Like, um, seeing Phil do like the last shade to dash to cat, which yeah. was, that was nutty. Um, and like, yeah, like he was doing a single stride where other people were like failing the two, like two step on the box, which was mm -hmm. really cool. It just shows how good he is. Um, and then it also showed him, um, doing the same like running jump, I guess, as Dante. Yeah. Like Dante, like seemed to land it really high. And Phil didn't quite land in his eyes, not they? Which is like, oh, that's interesting. It, it, that, that's actually one of the coolest things about seeing these videos is you, you get to see like the ability levels of of athletes that you watch all the time. And when they're yeah. doing the same jumps, you you get to see like, oh, it's like, oh, Dante has a huge jump. Yeah, that, that's not just like, <laughs> like that. That's it's not just in North America terms because we already know he's a big jumper from mm -hmm. you know past. Uh, We've met him. We've past seen competitions, him. yeah. yeah. Um, but we haven't seen Phil in person. Yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting to see like the level comparison. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for people in uh, like the UK too that have never yeah. met, because Americans have shit tech and everything, right? So yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting to see um, how people compare because you can't tell from videos anymore. You just can't like. I wouldn't mind talking about Americans having shit tech <laughs> as, a, as a conversation. Okay. <laughs> um, do Americans have shit? <laughs> do they? Um, some do. <laughs> some also are like the cleanest athletes I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, like, Vinnie Coriel jumps into mind. Daniel Arroyo. <laughs> Keep going. All the Merm guys. Don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, yourself, you can, you're you, American. I'm, 
well, you know, <laughs> trying to get rid of my past. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm joking. Um, no, I'm, I'm American. I'm proud to be American. Okay. I'm proud to be American. I'm also proud to be pseudo-Canadian. <laughs> um, there's actually, like, there's a part of me, like, watching uh, Giles uh, Compiles, the last mm. episode, where I was like, yeah, Canada, getting on the map. Two videos. Two, two in a row. And I, was, and I was thinking, like, yeah, like, why am I so, like, nationalistic towards Canada? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Because you know the people. Yeah, I know the people. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And I live here now, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's good to be anyway, here. Back, to, uh, back, to, <laughs> back to the whole shit, shit tech thing. Do you, um, so... Yeah, we actually haven't really talked about this much. Usually it's no, kind yeah, of uh, an ignored thing, but um, it's more personable to you, so I'll ask you. Yeah. Um, why do you think that came about, like, in the first place? Like, I think it was it was Greg that was, Greg Eccles that was yeah. first kind of being public about just blatantly hating on, on Americans, Americans and yeah. saying that they don't have good tech technique or ability to do things clean, I think is what he's getting at. Mm -hmm. But where do you think that comes from? Um, I think it, it, it there, I mean, there's some truth to it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, but I think there is some truth to it. But I, I think, I think uh, in Europe, it was a lot easier because every, like all the communities are a lot closer in Europe, um, like the UK community. And it's like, just like a, a train ride, short train ride to, to like the next like, large community mm -hmm. and you can be in the middle of nowhere in the UK and still be able to train with um, talented people yeah. and sort of be swayed in terms of like better training methods mm -hmm. um, whereas I just, I just want to stop you there yeah, uh, what about New York because mm. isn't it as like just a, or LA even isn't that like almost just as dense of a population sure yeah I mean like I, I to be totally fair I don't know I, I don't know all that many people in New York but like the people I have met from New York are like Max Henry and <laughs> people who do have yeah. like really clean technique and Mike Arujo's yeah yeah too. Pyro mm -hmm. um, he's he's uh, he's super clean and uh, yeah and there's like a bunch of people in, in New York that I've at least seen on social media that have good technique I don't see a lot of the dangerous like kids hucking like flips that they can't do yet um, but I think a big problem in the U.S. is that we're so spread out. Um, all the communities are way spread out. Like, you know, I came from Florida, and Florida, it's like, you know, I I was one of the only people practicing in my city. And then, like, when I tr I got, like, you know, I could train with, like, Daniel Royo, for instance. It, it was a four-hour drive for me to go do that. <laughs> you know, which is, like, it's not, like, a short trip. And it's not like just as easy as getting on a train. It's like, yeah. oh, I have to drive down, I have to plan it, you know. And then like, yeah, um, yeah. All the communities around Florida are really spread out, and I think it's a lot harder to uh, have access to good quality information and training methods. And um, and that's why, generally speaking, Americans have bad technique. Mm. Is because they just don't have as much opportunity to meet and train with people who are more experienced and understand how to train better. Um, there's probably some arrogance there too and some, some stubbornness. Yeah. Um, I think the UK com community is older though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's much older. Um, I think there were people in like 2002 mm -hmm. 
probably practicing in the UK and there didn't really start to be established jams in North America until late 2003, 2004, like when, when Jump London came out, mm. you know, Jump London came out and really started to start to get around. Um, and I don't know if there were, I think there were guys in the UK that like uh, the Team Tracer or whatever, mm -hmm. I think they went to, they went to Lease and they went, they went there like really early mm. and were basically trying to train with some of the, some of the original guys who had already been doing it for 10 years. Right. Not that their technique is the best, mm -hmm. uh, but there was at least some experience there and some, um, some wisdom. Yeah. So, you know, uh, whereas when I got into parkour, the very first, my very first jam mm -hmm. was just like so reckless. So right. It was, it was about rebellion. It was about like mm. going on top of high stuff and everything. No, but, so. you, but you know what? It's funny about that. I, I remember there's like uh, an interview I saw or read, I can't remember, mm. with uh, Blaine, yeah. Chris Roa, you know, and he's like the notorious guy for talking about like, you know, safe training methods and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, he talked about like his first training sessions were like oh i saw jumps london and i'm gonna jump off roofs now because that yeah. and like he did that and it's like and it's like to to say that like that's just a, a uniquely american phenomenon yeah. is like lying it's yeah, blatantly but, lying what i'm trying to say is that i think they um they went through that faster sure yeah they went through that faster and by the time uh north america was catching on to what europe was already doing mm -hmm. uh europe was falling off of that um kind of culture I guess yeah and, and but but they were putting out videos of that culture too mm -hmm. <laughs> if you look at the yeah. very first like UF videos yeah you're right they're they're pretty reckless so you know over in North America we're looking at that and like oh this is what parkour is cool yeah but again I think it's just like the reason why like better training methodology spread in Europe so much faster mm -hmm. is just literally like person-to-person -person contact is so much easier mm -hmm. um, in in the like again like the florida community right now is like pretty dead honestly um like there's like people like spread out that do parkour in florida but there's not really like a hub of like of dedicated you know people who train hard and mm -hmm. with good training mythology yeah there's like people spread out and like there's you know kids that are hucking flips that they don't know how to control or doing trying jumps or trying backflips on precise surfaces at height and falling off and you know <laughs> I know of at least two examples but um but yeah it, it's it's uh but again I think it's it's all due to like just how spread out I mean like you there's states in the U.S. that still don't have a very strong parkour community like at all like yeah like well in Canada too and yeah I mean, Canada's super like spread out yeah so. well you're all like close to the border mm -hmm. you're trying to get to the u.s because you know it's warmer get it yeah <laughs> the warmth of the u.s <laughs> um but it actually blew my mind when i first moved here to vancouver mm. um when uh, my first sunday session that i went to and there was like 20 30 people and yeah. i was like wow 20 30 people at one jam like that's not like a, that's like a regular thing like every week not mm. like this isn't our monthly jam that we're doing. No, this is like something that we have pretty much every week and it's pretty standard for people to, to, to come out in this kind of numbers. Um, that blew my mind because I, I, the, the biggest jam I had, I had been to were like maybe a few more people, but it was like planned months in advance. Yeah, it was a, a <laughs> weekly thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I mean, well, Vancouver population is like 600,000 mm -hmm. around there. So, I mean, consistency with like meetups and stuff kind of mm -hmm. led to that. But parkour is still such a small niche mm -hmm. sport. I think it's also like the geography of like Vancouver. It's like easy. It's like well, you just like meet downtown, like, mm -hmm. and you can take transit. You can like ride your bike. You can like do whatever method to get down there. Yeah. Um, in Florida, it's like, all right, drive forty-five minutes to this spot for the meetup, and then it's like, all right, we got to carpool to the next spot because it's another thirty minutes away. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's all spread out. It's like suburban sprawl. It kind of sucks. But so remind me, did you see? Uh, there's a. This has enough. Oh. I'll try to tie it into parkour, but basically there's a there's a video uh, that just came out. It was on Van City Buzz. It's like Vancouver, no fun city. Yep. It's like a rap video. You saw it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I think usually when people come here for parkour, they're, they're digging it. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty uh, pretty fun city to be, to be in, but people from Vancouver hate. Yeah. <laughs> like they just hate on Vancouver so hard. That, I think they like being here, but they hate on it so hard. It's yeah. just that they want more still. So. I think. Well, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of those sort of no fun city, ideas come actually because of like. Too much regulation and government. Yeah. On, mm -hmm. on just like things, like I don't know, like you can't like, well you can't drink outside. You can't like you can't mm -hmm. stand at a bar. Like, like you have to be like sitting down. That's like I a that's a that. that's a law. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't go into bars. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't either. But but there but there's a bunch of different laws like that in Vancouver that mm -hmm. are just super arbitrary and and weird and like that's why I think it's dubbed no fun city. Mm -hmm. um, but in reality, it's like no, like Vancouver's a dope city. Like, we got a parkour park. We've got a parkour <laughs> park. Um, like the only legitimate one in North America. Yeah. Uh, we have parkour gym <laughs> um, outside of parkour, parkour city That's outside of parkour to, like it's so easy to go hiking here like <laughs> um, it's so easy to get around it's like a pretty bustling nightlife in downtown like mm -hmm. yeah like it's a, it's a great place tourism Vancouver hire me <laughs> All right. we've uh, plugged Vancouver enough now um, yeah. let's go let's go across the let's go across the water uh, air whip is coming up and we haven't really talked about this much because yeah. there's not a whole lot there do you do you know any details about format or anything yet I have no understanding I know they're doing a video qualifier is that their only qualifier or is there gonna be like as a live one or as far as I know it's their only one but I don't mm -hmm. know maybe they're, they're doing a qual uh, live qualifier 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 as well qualifier. um i think it's interesting because it's like this is this will be their second one i believe and their first one was like is it only because so they skipped some years then yeah because the, it was the, the first, first one, one was like two years ago was that the one where like the in that jesse and Corey were in and, yeah okay it was um it was in um yeah it was outside and it like they had some really bad luck and it rained yeah. and so they were just trying to dry the course and then they actually had to do like a last minute um adjustment of format mm -hmm. and it actually ended up being a really cool format um but we don't know what they're we don't know do we don't know what they're gonna do this time mm -hmm. but um but last time it was like best combo and they, think, they had to limit gonna, it to the that smaller course i have a feeling they're gonna go with like art of motion format probably Sucks. Well, yeah, no, yeah the, I agree. The format sucks, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if they will because I, th I remember like there was like a 
a documentary, not a documentary, I guess it's just like a video that was made about like sort of behind the scenes of the Air, Air Whip uh, competition. And uh, they were like, yeah, like best combo. Like, I like it, I like it. Maybe we'll like do this again, you know? And it was just kind of like, that was sort of the conclusion. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, I hope Hopefully they, they keep it. I hope they keep it. It's a way better format instead of making people go for 45 seconds when they never trained to do that. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is um, when I was uh, when I was looking into uh, like um, sort of like training demands of competition. Are we good? No, we're not good. And we're back. All right. <laughs> Continue. I was looking into uh, the training demands of competition. Um, I was, I actually looked at the arrow competition cause I was intrigued by it. Um, and I timed all the runs that I saw I could find on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Maximum time was like 15 seconds. Damn, the world is ending. It was like, <laughs> it was like 10, it was like 10 to 15 seconds. Like, mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah, that's pretty standard for like a typical combo that you would do in your own training. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's more appropriate and it's like you know in terms of like physiology is like yeah your ATP reserves are done in yeah. like 15 seconds so like <laughs> it, it, unless you want parkour to become like an anaerobic or aerobic sport <laughs> well injury injury like we, yeah. we never hear people talk about uh, I, I remember when competition was people were so against it and they wanted to the, the main reason that came out there all the time was oh people are gonna get injured yeah. And there was never specifics, but I'll tell you one thing that can lead to injury in a sport where usually you're training anaerobic is fatigue. Yeah. Fatigue will lead to injury. And, and you see some close things happen. You see like Dom, uh, Dom Tomato <laughs> doing double side to stomach and there was a mat oh there and stuff. And just, I think the, the more tired you get, the more likely you are to one mess up, but also uh, weird stuff can happen. Um, you know, I've been reading up on Achilles ruptures, and and fatigue is 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 huge for uh, because what happens is your 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 muscles start stop doing what they they normally do under fatigue, mm -hmm. and then your tendons, your ligaments, and things are a little bit more exposed because you don't necessarily move with the correct biomechanics that you would if you were fresh. Right. So, yeah, fatigue can can definitely cause injury uh, I think most people that compete right now are, are quite careful but if you're really pushing it <clears throat> that can be a problem yeah I, I just think I guess my major issue with um, with you know excessive length of uh, of competitions um, in terms of their format is it just doesn't reflect what people train for um, and I think that's what we've tried to do in the past with like NAPC which which is like make a competition that athletes want to compete in because it's what they would be doing anyway mm -hmm. <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> um it's uh it, like it it's it seems so contrived um to just make a competition that you it's like oh i want to see people go through this uh ridiculously long course it's like the um the apk fast contest like i like that 
that like that's held at Beast Coast, I guess. That that competition is like a speed course, and it's like I think the first year they did it, it was like almost a minute long or something like really? that, or it's just like excessively long. I've heard it's stuff like, about that, and about it's, people like basically like crawling over boxes at the end of a speed course or something yeah. because it was so long. And and it's like yeah, it's like as a competition organizer, like I guess you have to ask yourself, it's like well. Are you are are you getting athletes to do something because you want them to you want to see them like adapt to the the standards that <laughs> and suffer under the standards that yeah. you're creating or do you want to see them thrive in an environment where they're it's built for them it's it's built for them yeah exactly it's it's designed for them to to shine instead of like designed to break them down right mm-hmm. um, and I think that's what I think that's what um, needs to be considered in future competitions and hopefully Airwhip learned from their first. Um, their first event, and they're they're gonna actually stick with that format because I thought that was a really yeah. interesting idea. The whole best combo thing. I'll say I'm, I'm super jealous because uh, this time they're doing an arena. Oh yeah. And that's like my life goal right now is for yeah. us to be able to eventually have be able to be part of a competition in mm-hmm. some way mm-hmm. uh, that's that's in an arena, a parkour competition that's in an arena is yeah. that's life goal right now mm-hmm. um and they're they're there so mm-hmm. but uh i mean hopefully hopefully it's uh, sustainable for them yeah like hopefully they're not doing a a one-time show at an arena and it totally flops and they right. don't sell enough tickets or whatever and then invest whatever investors they have don't want to do it again but i mean the fact that they're already doing a second one kind of says a lot yeah um kind of says that yeah whatever whoever put money into the first one or however they got money it worked twice so yeah. I wonder if it's the same sponsor yeah well what was the other, BetSafe was it BetSafe was yeah, the I sponsor. don't see BetSafe on any of this stuff yet yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone was like about I remember that oh yeah that was a that was a really <laughs> um, so much going on in the world today so many emergencies <laughs> all right Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember BetSafe was uh, like everyone was like, like yeah, like like people get on Red Bull Art of Motion because Red Bull, oh, Red Bull's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, parkour community needs to just like chill out sometimes. Like I understand, yeah. like I understand, like you want you want parkour to only be associated with positive things, mm-hmm. um, but like I mean. Like it's okay. I think it's a lot of people feel like it's it's representing them, and yeah. I think when it when it comes to Red Bull, I actually do think it's kind of a problem mm. uh, because they're the biggest show right now. If right. they were just a sponsor, mm. I wouldn't have as much of an issue because when you look at Red Bull Automotion, that's the only company doing. Like you don't see other company logos or anything. They right. get to hog the whole stage because right. it's their show. Um, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're trying to dictate or take control of the sport, you know? Like, yeah. they're, not, they're not calling themselves, like, the Red Bull Federation of Parkour or, like, Red Bull World Free Running and Parkour Federation. Right. <laughs> um, which I think is a problem. As soon as, uh, as soon as someone tries to be the official association or the official federation of the sport and start regulating things, then that's a problem. But mm-hmm. they don't seem to be trying to do that. They're just trying to have a fun event that brings out people to promote their product. Yeah. No, I I think actually like the funny thing about BetSafe was that I don't think that's even a good 
good match match for mm. parkour like yeah. well is, is red bull even for the part i mean i think red bull is, I think it is. <laughs> well they just do extreme sports and i think they see parkour as an extreme sport so yeah. they're they're in it for the spectacle yeah. yeah yeah but like how many kids do you know that like that drink red, that bull? Drink red bull but then this is why people think it's a problem see this is why parkour people think it's a problem. yeah but those kids are gonna be drinking red bull anyway that's true <laughs> like because they're kids and they yeah. like they eat candy and like they eat milkshakes for breakfast mm -hmm. and yeah I don't think I, I don't I don't think having the company involved in parkour is or, or not is going to solve the problem they're gonna a company like that is going to find some other way to expose themselves to kids yeah. probably easier mm -hmm. than than through parkour um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know um I'm not. I'm not terribly tied to the idea that parkour has to be this pure, this pure thing. Um, mm. Yeah, like I don't drink Red Bull myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I used to be, but I. I, I, I hate. I hate Red Bull. I, don't I think it tastes like syrup. It's made me throw up in the past, <laughs> so I don't yeah. drink it. Um, it's. Um, yeah, no. It's not like it's not my it's not my drink of choice. Mm -hmm. um, but again, like. Red, the, like the thing that Red Bull is doing is they're putting money up to put on this you know event every year mm -hmm. um, which you know what other companies can you say are doing that yeah I think that's the thing you have to kind of say to every person who is really anti Red Bull is like where is your event of this level you know of this amount of exposure yeah like where's your answer to it yeah you know? yeah what's your what's your answer like um, is it but just no i'm YouTube just gonna video? sit behind my, my yeah. keyboard you know yeah. and and just leave comments that say i don't like it because yeah. that that changes it you know that 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 changes everything when you make comments on stuff that yeah. changes the game yeah. that, that's how things are done you know making comments that's facebook needs a dislike button so i can dislike red bull out of motion posts yeah that's um so it's gonna change everything. No. <laughs> oh man! Um, do something. <laughs> yeah. Do something like that you want to see, and that's mm -hmm. like the, that's the only way you're gonna actually make any kind of progress towards seeing your vision. Yeah, and it's not it's not easy. Yeah. You know, it's not easy to find a good, wholesome company that supports all your ideals mm -hmm. that is gonna go into parkour. And and I think part of it is that, par in some ways, parkour grows really fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, like Red Bull Auto Motion is tr or, or some other competitions or TV shows like the MTV thing we've I've talked to you about before, but like they try to put parkour on this huge stage really early and there's no, yeah. there's no developed, uh, tested competition format yet. Yeah. There's no competition format where everyone's like, I really like this format and we should keep doing it. It's... Yeah, there there needs to be a proven format before you There's can no take the match. Yeah, yeah, you have to develop an audience from the from the ground up. You can't yeah. just be like, okay, like, I got an idea. Let's have teams, and then they have to do these courses. Oh wait, and then like halfway through the season, they like change the format because yeah. it's like, okay, this isn't working so well. How do we make it better? Um, you you can't do that. You have to like develop a format like from the ground level up. yeah which is i mean that's what we're trying to do yeah, yeah and then and then eventually like maybe it won't maybe it won't be suitable for tv mm -hmm. you know uh but eventually like hopefully it will because then that means like growth in the sport more people can have access to parkour and uh, people can be entertained by it too it's like a win-win yeah <laughs>
There you go. Well, we ended up talking about competition. Yeah, we did. So there we go. Um, there's Pretty actually much what uh, we do every time. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's okay. Yeah, that's right. It's a theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a, there was actually one question though uh, that uh, I felt was topical and news thing was uh, mm -hmm. Giles posted a bail in his. Uh, it wasn't this week, it was the previous week of, was it the first episode or the second episode? It was this week. Yeah. So it was the second episode of Giles yeah, Compiles. There is a bail where a, uh, some guy has a backpack on, he walks up to what looks like actually a really tiny cat leap yeah. uh, for the size of the guy anyways, mm -hmm. and essentially ends up bounce, like bouncing off and falling three stories. And landing on stairs. Yeah, and he seemed okay though. Yeah, he seemed, he, um, you don't really see the landing. He got up, uh, so like, the guy is Denister. He's like mm. a Singaporean athlete, um, and he he's the one that I guess he made creating progress is the name of the video. That features I didn't him. actually watch this. Oh, like, you didn't watch it. He's, he's good. Like, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's talented. So he should have had that cat. Lead. He should have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he apparently was like doing like a commercial shoot or some kind of shoot where he's wearing like khakis that were like really restrictive. And the backpack and he, or. I don't, I don't know why he was okay. wearing the backpack. I don't think he had to wear the backpack, but maybe he, maybe it's just like for the effect of the shot. But he made, he did a little write up and he posted his bail on Facebook and um, talked about like his experience with it. Okay. And um, I guess like he sprained his back. Yeah. I don't know exactly like where. Like I think it was maybe his lower back or, or something. But he he took the, he took the drop basically. He sprained his back a little bit. But apparently the next day he was like jumping and flipping and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how bad his injury was, um, and who knows? It could be like something that's like now like pretty insidious, and like he has a problem that like he feels okay now, and yeah. like maybe he really actually needs like some some kind of like physiotherapy. Yeah, or, I wonder if he's seen a specialist yeah. yet or anything. Um, but who, who knows? Um, because parkour guys are tough guys, right? Nobody yeah, wants to admit that they have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually backs are tricky. Yeah, and they're. Um, it's a chronic thing and sometimes an acute thing that that uh, can build up with uh, impact training. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what the takeaway from that video should be. I I, uh, I think I made a comment to, to Giles saying, you know, I don't think you should do bail the week. Mm. I think that that other media does that enough for us. Mm -hmm. I don't really think a parkour news show or a, a feature clip show really needs to have a bill. Maybe save of the week would be cool to see. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but I think that might actually be harder to find though. Yeah, but I mean, maybe some weeks yeah. you don't have it. But yeah, I think just there's enough media out there already of parkour bales. Like, why do we need to yeah. add to that? Unless, I don't know. I mean, it's maybe, entertaining. Yeah, That's I don't know if thing. you like seeing it. I don't personally like seeing all of them. There's some that are... There's some that are really entertaining to watch. There's some... Yeah. I actually... I wonder if uh, the uh, the front flip drop kick that Dom Di Tommaso... That was awesome. Uh, posted. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty awesome. That was a Halloween one, I guess. Yeah, that was just um, this weekend. That, yeah. that was really cool. Um, and it didn't seem like either of them got hurt out of yeah. it. But it was like really funny to watch and really entertaining yeah. but then there, yeah there's some that i just don't want to see um i mean like it, it the, the thing is we're talking about it now and it's mm. like yeah like i'm glad that was that was actually i don't th think that was a bail of the week i think that was just featured in the video yeah he did. 
I don't remember. Yeah, it was I, in I the thought video. it was. It was I thought in the video, it was. He, no. he highlighted it. He highlighted it. He was like, video. yeah, like, let's you know, forget about the fact mm -hmm. that he shouldn't be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he's, he's like, like, the thing with that is, and I think people are kind of wondering what, we, what my impression or your impression was of it. Right. And I mean, yeah, like the guy clearly, I think was caught un unfocused. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this is a small cat leap. It was really high up. He's maybe what he was wearing had something to do with with it, uh, or the grip wasn't. Maybe he didn't check it or something. But I think we've all been there. You know, you can't be perfect all the time. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, when you're up that high, when there's that many consequences. But I mean, you, when you're doing parkour, you don't want to think about what's going to go wrong. Yeah. Like you as much as you need to check surfaces and do things i really don't think it's it's wise to think about what can go wrong you need to be thinking about what can go right yeah or or just the maybe there's different versions of what can go right you know that yeah. involve certain things happening but really to to be able to continue to do parkour to do it well you you can't be thinking about the negative all the time and focusing on things about like i got to make sure this is really safe you know well i mean like I think just based on like like technically what like in terms of technique what he should have been doing mm. is keeping his chest closer to the wall. Yeah, I haven't analyzed the clip actually. I'm glad you. Uh... Yeah, um, because it looks like his he basically uh, he lands in kind of like a staggered position with right. his feet on the wall and his top foot sticks really really well and um, and his chest is kind of held back like okay. this. So he just basically pushed himself off the wall mm. like he like yeah, yeah. It, like his feet didn't slide at all. Um, which you know we've talked about is like can be very important for like level cat leaps. Or, yeah. Or oh, you gotta have a, either a slide or a step down, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to have some kind of foot adjustment because if they're just stay high, you'll just bump yourself off. But the other part is just keeping your chest close on the cat so that you can yeah. like lower down. You can actually reduce the impact um, and not bump yourself off. So yeah, I mean, it looked like there's there's definitely a lot of things that he could have done in that scenario where. It, it would have been healthier for him uh, yeah. not to take the drop. Uh, I'm glad he's safe. I'm glad he didn't, you know, get terribly injured or yeah. die. Yeah, um, like I don't, I don't think it's fair to really judge <laughs> judge the guy, particularly like from what what else he's he's done. Mm -hmm. um, he was caught in a moment where he was imperfect. That's it. Yeah, I mean, if we if we criticize <laughs> yeah. him for for doing for being imperfect, uh, yeah. we got to criticize Dylan Baker for being imperfect many times. <laughs> even though he, even though he's like. He's, uh, he's an American with, with clean tech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Dylan's you know, made some mistakes in the past that have mm -hmm. uh, been potentially like really bad, but he, yeah. he, you know, he saved himself pretty well. Um, you know, the manhood gap comes to mind, and then also that 20-foot drop he took on accident when he was doing a speed climb. That's pretty yeah. harsh. Um, and I think there's some things like that too, where people aren't—they're not proud of it. Like they're, they, no, yeah. They—they they know they're lucky. Yeah. They, and they don't actually want to. I think there's—I can't really speak for Dylan, but I—I seem to remember him saying something about, particularly about the manhood gap thing, where he's not particularly proud of it. Yeah. Like he recognizes that he was lucky, and it, I think it changed his his mind a lot about mm -hmm. um, how he approaches things. Yeah. And I think one of the things he said actually was he was he had negative thoughts going into it. Mm. I don't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly, but I think he mentioned something yourself. about. <laughs> I'm just gonna make up. I'm just yeah. gonna put words into his mouth now. Yeah. Uh, message me later. 
<laughs> he doesn't watch this. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think he said something about he had negative thoughts going into the what the one that he bailed the Kong where he slipped out. Right. And he attributed that to the to part of the reason why he bailed is that he had he had negative thoughts. Mm. I think myself too. Like I I remember doing a slip bail on a Kong where I I had recently watched a video of I think it was Naeem. Oh. Like slipping on it, and at the time I had, this stupid, yeah, I had this stupid idea. By the way, people, we know this, but do not go like, the, do not do this on rail cars. Yeah. Thumb under thumb on rail under. cars. Thumb this under. is years ago, and uh, I I was playing around with thumbs over, thinking I could get like more more, more yeah, out I of had it. That same experience. And I totally, yeah, I totally, um, that rolled through my head before I did the Kong, and I kind of, whoa, no, like focus and it wasn't like a height or anything but there was definitely a rock on the other side that I almost hit my head on when I slipped and yeah it's uh definitely don't think of what can go wrong before you <laughs> yeah try something yeah I mean like you start visualizing the the negative consequences and mm -hmm. you start your body will tend to want to do those things I, I mean I think there's value to to thinking about the potential consequences of jumps um but more in terms of like how you can control those aspects rather than letting those things control you, mm -hmm. right? I, I always like to think about parkour in terms of what, like me as an actor in the environment, not as somebody who um, is at the effect of the environment, right? So like, right. so being at the cause and not the effect. Yeah. Um, being, being somebody who's, who's somebody, who's somebody who can like act, who, has an effect on the environment, not who the environment has an effect on. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of things that can control that too in parkour because you're not mm -hmm. on a skateboard or something that can. Right. I mean, sometimes things break. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. structures break, and again, we talk about testing things. I mean, the going back to the cat leap, the wall didn't break. It was maybe stickier than he thought it would be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's 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 but there's jumps I've done at height where you can't actually test the other side sometimes. And you have to literally look at it and make your best judgment as to whether or not, uh, you know, yeah. oh, do I, do I know obstacles? Am I going to KO this thing? Like, you know, do I know obstacles? Is this, this is a slippery wall or a I can't tell? Well, okay. And Dylan, then you Dylan start thinking some, about what goes right. Yeah, Dylan has some really interesting thoughts on, like, fear mm. and, uh, and how, to, how to sort of mediate fear in your mind. Yeah. Um, and it basically has, like, three sort of, three pillars, I guess, it's like your confidence in the environment, your confidence yeah. in your ability to perform the planned move, and then your confidence in your ability to react to unplanned if some unplanned circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. So if, if whatever you were planning goes wrong, then there's a there's a way out. And I think those three um, uh, those three pillars are like really important in parkour and I think Dylan really hits the nail on the head when he talks about those ideas. Um, yeah, it's like is is the environment dusty? Is it potentially going to be break? Is it going to potentially break? Is it a sloped surface? Is it a grippy surface? Like what 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 kind of surface is it? And that's going to give you some idea about well, I should do this jump or not. Mm -hmm. um, have you done jumps similar to it before? Do you know do you, do you know that you are capable of doing this jump, or are you just sort of like guessing if you can do it? That's going to give you some idea about whether or not you should try it. And it's like well, if something does go wrong. Have, can do you know how to safely come out of it? Yeah. Yes or no? If not, maybe you shouldn't try it just because, just in case. You should probably try to practice the bail scenario, mm -hmm. um, or at least in a more in a safer environment. Right? Um, 
and I think those are those are some really important ideas that he uh, he talks about. And um, yeah, I actually find uh, a lot of my conversations with Dylan are really positive because I I feel like he has a lot to offer in terms of like the mental uh, aspect mm -hmm. of parkour. So yeah, cool. Well, I think uh, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I hopefully next time uh, people. Uh, if you're going to ask questions, they're a little bit more topical. Yeah. We tried to roll with it today, but, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about whatever news there is, but, uh, yeah, they need to be I'm trying to keep this, this current. Feel free to ask us more. some topical questions, yeah. um, that are relevant to like the news of today or tomorrow <laughs> yeah. or, or this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll talk, we'll try to talk yeah. to them, talk about them. I'm trying to make this an organic conversation here, not a, Mm -hmm. on a new show but we're going to uh actually just real quick we'll plug this uh we're going to the take flight roundabout roundaboot roundaboot that's the correct pronunciation <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we're going to that that's a uh, that's this saturday Important. uh and i think it's going to be live saturday saturday evening uh so uh, if you hate take flight watch it anyways because apparently we're able to talk about whatever we want uh cuffs off for this one so yeah um we're i'm not biased in any way uh towards take flight or not but they've invited us to chat about parkour topics so tune in and watch and that'll be kind of more of a news moderation thing so we'll probably talk about like more general topics i'm i think mm -hmm. uh joey adrian's moder moderating it so yeah uh, yeah i think uh you'll tune in uh tune in this weekend we'll see you then